from the Executive Podcast Suites in Miami, Florida. It's time for Watch This with Liam Fabray. Bringing you the news that matters and the comedy that gets you through the day. And now here's your host, Liam Fabray. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Watch This. It is Tuesday, July 5th. We're in the Hamptons for a live episode and Zoe is our guest host. Hi guys. So enjoy the show. So I'm going to tell you when you can speak. Uh, don't just interrupt because that's the intro part. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I no, stop. I, I'm just kidding. No, we're stepping on each other's toes. This is the first time I've had like a guest on the show other than Mark. But Mark, it was Tell like... Ha- Cheyenne. Uh, that's true. I had Cheyenne, but it was sort of more planned. And Mark is just like having a, a, a blanket as a guest, you know, or like a brick or something. So. And I can't do impressions like Cheyenne. I, I don't have the Trump impression down at all. No, so. but we can work on it. Maybe you could do it later. Um, so yeah, so today we're going to be doing a little bit of news and then, um, I, so I, we're in the Hamptons, uh, we're doing a live podcast from the Hamptons, my first time here. And to get here, I had to take about eight different trains, four different planes and 17 cars. So d- really the travel story of how I got here is an incredible story. So that's going to be our topic for today. So we're going to get through the news quickly and then we'll just move into the topic of the day because today's a big one, right? It was a big travel day Zoe's shaking her head but it was it was a big deal right it's one train (laughs) okay an air train to a train I'm sorry yeah so two trains anyway so so yeah so we're gonna I'm gonna talk about that that's gonna be our topic uh, for the day because I met a lot of interesting people on the train and it reminded me that as a comedian you need to get out in the world to get material right meeting people talking to people that's how you sort of get stuff that you're gonna talk about if you stay home all day if you're a comedian that works from home what are you gonna do material about your couch you know (laughs) So, yeah. What did you say? The fruit? The fruit? Yeah. <laughs> this is where it's come to. Exactly. So <laughs> it was good for me to get out because I have I met lots of really weird, interesting people. But um, but yeah. So Zoe, anything else in, in the introduction before we move to the news? No, I think you got it. Okay. And now it's time for just the news you need to know. The top stories around the world so that you don't embarrass yourself and so that people think you're smart. Okay, so the three stories we're going to cover today. First is the shooting that was in Chicago. That's big news. That's what everybody's talking about. So we have to talk about that. Um, And then we're going to talk about that basketball player that got arrested for having weed on her who is now in a Russian prison. We'll talk about that. And then we'll end with another mass shooting. Yeah, another one. Not the one that happened yesterday. Another one. Uh, today, that's not funny, but it, but it, but it sort of is in an ironic sort of way. I don't know if it's ironic, but that just sounds smart. So let's start with the uh, shooting in Chicago. So what we know so far, at least, at least six people were killed in a shooting in downtown Highland Park, Illinois, during a Fourth of July parade, and dozens have been injured. Officials said the shooting suspect, who has not yet been charged, was taken into custody Monday evening. He used a high-powered rifle in the attack. Police said witnesses described frantically fleeing when they realized they heard gunshots, not fireworks. Highland Park is located about 25 miles north of Chicago. So you can imagine when people first heard the the gunshots, they were like, oh, the fireworks have started. And then they quickly realized that it wasn't fireworks. It was, was you know, shoot it. It was, it was, it was gun. Yeah. So that, you know, that must have been a terrible, uh, a terrible shock. 39 people from Highland Park Parade shooting are at area hospitals right now. A total of 39 people received at hospitals from the mass shooting yesterday, according to an update. Um, they were transported to the hospital or drove themselves according to the hospital. Um, what else did we have here? Um, Anthony said nine patients now remain hospitalized in their health system and the ages range from 14 to 70. 
Four patients are in good condition, another four in stable, and one patient, a 69-year-old man, is in critical condition with a gunshot wound um, at Evanston Hospital. So Evanston, that's where my sister lives. We love Evanston. Yeah. So I don't know if we love Evanston, but... Yeah, Northwestern's there. Okay. Well, I mean, you it's know, great. it's it's a nice place. It's right on the, the water, the lake. But this is just terrible because this is like people were at a parade, you know, celebrating the 4th of July. And it's now fun. somebody is, I think that gunman was on a roof and he was shooting down at people. And it's like, are we, are we as a society, are we going to have anything in common anymore? Are we ever going to hang out together? Or we're going to be afraid that we're going to get shot in the face. Mm-hmm. Would you go to a parade if there was a parade tomorrow? Yeah, why not? You know, I wouldn't expect this. Now it's kind of well, like, just maybe told, we should be expecting it, right, but maybe we should horrible. Be. And then you look at this guy who was shot. He looks like a, like a lunatic. He looks like a little crazy guy. Yeah. You know, like who is how, selling... How is he getting... Yeah, how is he going to get a rifle? How well, is he getting it? Well, I guess it's discrimination if you look at the guy and you're like, hey, what are you, crazy? You're not buying a gun from me, you little kid. What, are you going to go <laughs> shoot people with this? You know what I mean? Like, I guess you have to... You there needs to, to be some sort of background check, though. Yeah, there well, should be. Evaluation. Or like a judgment test. If the guy looks like a little shooter, which this guy did, maybe there's like a rule where, you know, I mean, that doesn't really make any sense. But it's just crazy that this kid with tattoos on his face who really doesn't look well. Can I see a picture of the guy? Do you have it up? Uh, yeah, he's my screensaver here. No, I don't have a picture of him right now. Sorry. Uh, but we could pull one up. Um, we're not going to say his name because we don't want to give him uh, give him credit for the shooting, you know. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I don't, I don't have it here and I, I could pull it up, but it's going to take me yeah, a while. Right. So, um, you know, I mean, I'm look sure it up on your own time. Point. He looks like a crazy person, not you, but people listening, just look it up. He's, <laughs> he's a crazy person. Um, but yeah, so that, you know, I don't know. Would you want, you say, want to say something about gun laws? Is that what you wanted to say? Yeah. I mean, there should be some sort of evaluation when you're buying a gun. You know, I, all of these people have guns cause it's so easy to get one. And of course this is going to happen. I agree. So. I agree. Um, and then just today, Governor Phil Murphy of New Jersey signed seven bills into law that further tighten New Jersey's already stringent gun regulations and vows to seek even more measures. Under these new laws, the Garden State will mandate people receive firearm training to get a gun permit, ban 50 caliber weapons, and make it easier to sue gun manufacturers and dealers over gun crimes in the state. Now, the last one, I don't really know. I mean, is it the gun manufacturer's fault that this crazy person went and shot you know, 69 people that I don't know, but I do think that it should be really hard to get a gun. I've said in the past that it, you know, it should be at least as hard as getting a driver's license, right? I proposed in the past a gunver's license, sort of a driver's license for guns. And everybody laughs at me when I say that, but it, it's not a bad idea. Um, but anyway, I'm not here to give you my political opinions, but yeah, so that's the, that's the thing. There was a, there was a shooting yesterday. Um, it was terrible. Um, you know, many people are dead. It's, 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 you know, you look at the pictures from it. People had foldable chairs. They were sitting along the street. They were watching the parade go by. They were waving, you know, it's a community. This is what a community does. They come together and no matter what you look like, no matter what your name is, and you're all part of the community and you all wave at the parade and everybody who's in the parade waves back. And it's like a nice thing. And then you have this little guy who comes and starts killing people. And it's like, Hey man, like what you know what i mean yeah it's horrible it's terrible it's terrible so there's not much more you can say about that but there was another mass shooting um this story was updated this morning but i don't know if this was today or yesterday or here we go yo this was last night okay so three people are dead and seven others are wounded in a mass shooting at a block party in gary indiana tuesday night just after midnight Gary police said they were dispatched to the 1900 block of Missouri Street. Well, you don't care where the shooting happened, but the point is is that seven people uh, have gunshot wounds and three people are killed from this shooting in Gary, Indiana. Have you ever heard of Gary, Indiana? No. Have you ever seen The Music Man? The Music Man? The, no, the, tell me about the it. The musical? 
the music man the musical is about this guy who goes from town to town and he's selling musical instruments but he's wow. a scammer he 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 says he's going to sell musical instruments and he's going to everybody's going to learn how to play music and he sells this dream of everybody learning these instruments and once he sells all the instruments he says they'll be delivered in 3 to 4 weeks and then he leaves town and he takes everybody's money but in the music man he goes to Gary Indiana and he mm. falls in love with this girl and he ends up staying in Gary Indiana and then he feels bad that he's taking all these orders and he knows it's all fucking mm. scam you know does she help him come to him, his senses? I think he admits to her at the end that he's a bad guy, but then he sort of wants to make it right. And there's a song in it called Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana. It's basically Gary, Indiana over and over again. I was hoping you were going to sing something. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's the song from the play. But um, but yeah, so another shooting in Gary, um, which is near Illinois. So lots of shootings up there. And this comes, you know, less than a month after the shooting in Uvalde at the school. Um, so, you know, I guess this is just going to keep happening until, um, you know, some gun laws are passed, I suppose. And it looks like New Jersey has taken the first step to do it. Um, but ultimately what's going to happen with these gun laws, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, is they're going to go to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court is probably going to strike them down because with the second amendment, you can't really make laws that make it hard to get guns because people have a right to have a gun and with a driver's license you don't have a right to drive it's a privilege that's what cops always say okay driving is a privilege not a right give me your driver's license registration step out of the vehicle you know what i mean but having guns is a right so you can't say you have to do this test you have to do that thing it can't be as soon as the laws get too hard to get the gun they get challenged they go to the supreme court and the supreme court strikes them down just like they did a couple of weeks ago with that gun law in new york where you had to pass all these tests to be able to carry a handgun so anyway uh let's let's move on to the next story but yes yeah, so that's that okay let's talk about this um this basketball player Brittany griner so this basketball player, Brittany Griner, she went to Russia to play with her team. Uh, I believe she's in the WNBA. W, you know the WNBA, Zoe? Oh, yeah. Do you watch their games? No. Oh, you don't? Okay. Um, but I know of them. Yeah. Do you, have you ever watched a game? <laughs> um, probably, yeah. I've never watched a uh, WNBA I'm not game. like super good if it's fine. Yeah. I think, I mean, I, don't, I think some people watch them, but they travel around the world and they play basketball and they were in, well, I don't know if she's in the WNBA. Maybe I don't, what, I'm just making things up here. She's a professional. <laughs> yeah. And okay. WNBA superstar. I'm right. Yeah. Okay. So she was g- playing in Russia. She went to Russia and she had a dab pen with her and they caught her and they arrested her and now she's in Russian prison. So Brittany Griner sent a letter to the White House on Monday to make sure President Joe Biden and the rest of his administration do not, quote, forget about me and the other American detainees in Russia. Yeah, the only difference, Brittany, is that the other detainees are like probably uh, prisoners of war and stuff like that, right? the, yeah. like uh, military people. Not for the dab pen. No, not dab pen people. I mean, maybe some of them are. Griner's letter was passed to the White House through her representatives, though most of the contents remained private and her representatives shared some experts. Uh, excerpt, excerpts, excuse me, not experts. Um, let's read something from her letter here. As I sit here in a Russian prison alone with my thoughts and without protection of my wife, family, and friends, Olympic jersey, or any accomplishments, I'm terrified I might be here forever. I wonder if she was high when she wrote this. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. Um, on the 4th of July, our family normally honors the service of those who fought for our freedom, including my father, who is a Vietnam War veteran. It hurts thinking about how I usually celebrate this day because freedom means something completely different to me this year. Well, yeah, I guess when you're in a Russian prison, you don't really, you know, you start thinking about your freedoms, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, the issue with this, the issue here, and tell me if this sounds ridiculous. The issue is if we want her back, we're going to have to trade her for a Russian spy. I don't really know if she's worth a Russian spy. 
You know what I'm saying? Do you would you trade her a Russian spy? I don't know if that's a good trade. Yeah, I mean it's tough. It's tough, right? She deserves to be back here. It was just a dab pen. Right. But then it's as we were talking about earlier, we kinda brushed upon this issue before. It's taxpayers' dollars. And she knew it was illegal, right? And she took she's like, Oh, whatever, I'm it's dab pen. What are they gonna do? Arrest me? And yeah. then yeah, they did. They or, did. Yeah. And now she wants us to go and rescue her. So maybe we leave her there for a couple months, just have her think about it long and hard. I mean, she's already been detained for a couple months. I'm sure she regrets it a lot by now. I'm sure she p- thinks, you know, bringing that dab pen is like the worst decision she ever made in her life. Yeah. And it probably was. Um, but do we really want to trade some Russian spy who killed three Americans? Do we really want to trade that for this basketball player? You know, the thing is, nobody wants to take responsibility for their actions in this world. Go ahead. If you disagree with me. <laughs> well, I agree to you, with you to a certain extent. But it's also like imagine you being her. And you're detained in Russia for a dab pen. Well, think about it this way. Let's say you go to a bar and you have a couple of drinks and you have maybe two drinks and then like right, but then three, but then you talk with the people. You're there for like four hours and then you're like, I can drive. I only have three drinks, right? No, but listen, right? Do you only have three drinks? And then you're driving home and, and this kid comes out of nowhere with his bicycle and bang, you hit him and you kill the kid. And they do a blood test level and they find that you're 0.01% over the limit. And now you are sentenced to 20 years in prison, 25 life sentence for having killed this boy while drunk. Is that fair? Yeah, life in the big city. You, you know? know what I'm saying? So it's like, these are the things. It's like, did, they, did, did he really mean to do that? Does she really mean to, to be in prison? No, of course not. Yeah. But at some point, yeah. we need to have rules and we need to have laws. And I kind of like the, if you have a dab pen, you go to jail for the rest of your life. I kind of like that law. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of agree with the Russians. Uh, I like the yeah. Russians. They run a tight ship, you okay. know? And in this country, anything goes. And in fact, we make you a hero when you commit crimes. And there they have rules. So you know what? I think we could use a little bit more of Russia in our system. All right, let's get to the topic of the day. <laughs> and now it's time for El Tema del Día, the topic of the day. Okay, El Tema del Día, the topic of the day. Um, today's topic of the day is going to be my trip to get here. So as I mentioned, so I had to come here. To get to the Hamptons, it's very complicated. Just so you know the, the geography of the Hamptons, it's east of New York. And if you've ever heard of Long Island, Long Island is a long island, right? And you have to get all the way down it. And so I had to take a train to get there. But my day started at the airport because I was flying from Miami. I had to get up really early. My flight took off at 7 a.m. So How I, early do you have to get up, Liam? I, I got up around, th- <laughs> thank you for asking. I got up around 3.30, you know, had breakfast. I had to take an Uber. I Ubered to the airport, got out to the airport, and then... You know, I was really in a bad mood. I was going to do the podcast yesterday. And I was like, you know what? I'm in a bad mood. I need to calm down. I need to decompress. This isn't true. He's so excited to see me. Well, right? I was, but I was also <laughs> frustrated because every single person at the airport pissed me off yesterday. Every It's like every single person was trying to screw with me. That's basically what it went through. So it started with, I was at the airport. I was sitting at my gate. It was about um, six o'clock, 530 maybe waiting for the flight. And um, and the, the, the woman who's at the, at the counter, she gets on the microphone and she says, ladies and gentlemen, our flight to, to New York's JFK airport will be taking off in just about an hour. So if you want to get a Starbucks, you, you probably have time, but the line's a little bit. I'm like, hey, okay, why don't you shut up? All right. 
It's six o'clock in the morning. I don't need you to tell me that I can go get a Starbucks an hour before my flight. But this is this new thing Delta's doing where they they know that they're going to lose your luggage and delay your flight. So they're like, we're going to tell you about Starbucks yeah. so that you think Delta is nice. you know. And I think that's what they're doing. She was like telling us about all the restaurants in the airport. And it's like, yeah, I saw them on my way to the gate. I don't need you to like tell <laughs> me that. business strategy. I, I guess so. And then, so then I'm like trying to tune her out. So then I'm like, all right. So I sit down and I start turning the other way and I look. And there's a stand there where like they sell stuff. You know, I mean, at the airport they have those stands. They sell like Miami stuff, or if it's in New York, they'll sell I love NY stuff. What is it called? Like tourist uh, souvenirs. Yeah. So there's souvenirs like the and snacks. Right, but it was <laughs> the store was just opening. It was about quarter to six. So the guy was opening up the store. And he was lifting these covers off of all the stands and opening up the the fridges and they were chained clothes and he's like he's working pretty hard taking all this stuff i was like i can't believe he's got to close that down every night and open that up every morning and if you think about that to a bigger extent any restaurant you go to has to close down at night and open up in the morning and it's a big process so this guy's going around he's opening he's working like a dog and this girl walks up to him and she goes hi excuse me where's the bathroom and i said are you kidding me are you kidding me Live. i i said i said you know what I should have gone up to him and been like, hey, you know what? Or no, here's what he should have said. He should have said, you got two options, lady. You can walk that way until you see a bathroom or you can walk that way until you see a bathroom. But what are you asking me for? It's an airport. You know what I mean? What is he going to say? The, oh, good thing you asked me. The bathroom is hidden underneath the Starbucks. Do you see what I'm saying here? Sometimes it's easier to ask people, especially if they know where it is. Maybe he needed a friend. Maybe he's a lonely guy. You don't have to look she's at asking, everything in a negative light. Oh, yeah. She's telling me, I got to go take my morning poo. Can you tell me where the bathroom <laughs> is? Yeah, sure. Now we're best friends. Anyway, I think, I think that really pissed me off. That's what I'm trying to say here. It really pissed me off because in an airport, there's a bathroom about every two minutes. So she should have just walked and found the bathroom. I don't know why she thinks it was some big secret that she had to ask somebody. Anyway, then we get on the plane, start getting on the plane and... and this guy in front of me must have had about four bags. He had a roller bag, which was huge. He had a bag on his roller bag. He was wearing a backpack. And then he had this bag that looked like he bought stuff at the gift shop, but it wasn't. It was probably stuff he brought from home. And he's bringing all this stuff and he's like putting it in the overhead bin. And he took up literally two full overhead bins. And this is something I've talked about before. But again, it was really upsetting me because I'm like, this guy probably thinks he's so good. He probably goes around like, yeah, no, I never check a bag. I never, I carry on. <laughs> I carry on. Here's what you got to do. You it's like carry those on. like people that stuff their things in a pillow and then use yeah, it as a... <laughs> exactly. So that they can bring more stuff. It's like, yeah. dude, you just took up two overhead bin spaces. There's not even enough for like one. If you take up one, one is supposed to be shared between like three people in a row of seats. So that was terrible, but he was in first class. So, you know, the flight attendant helped him out. She didn't give him any trouble, which is sort of how it works. If you're in first class, you can bring as many bags as you want. Um, so that sort of upset me. And then the flight attendant gets on and then the guy in front of me is <laughs> orders a tea. They both order tea for some reason from the flight attendant. And then he starts yawning and the flight attendant goes, didn't you hear the new rules? No yawning on the flight. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. I, I, know. I agree. <laughs> I, I almost got out of my chair and, you know, said something, but it, it yeah, you know, it's like five o'clock in the morning and she's starting to do her material, which she probably does on every morning flight. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, everybody was trying to piss me off. And it's like, you know what, for all these people that are going or asking where the bathroom is, asking for tea, you know, like, it's just like when you go to the airport, when I go to the airport, you want it to be silent. Well, and I only say two words when I go to the airport, first class, that's all I say. I go up to the security, yeah. excuse, first class, first class. That's all I say. <laughs> and they say, oh, right this way, sir. Right this way. You know, when I go to line up for the plane, first class, first class. 
And then they point me to the line with, you know what I mean? <laughs> so that's all you really need to say. Oh, no, I can't really. When you go to the, you just say first class. That's all I say. Two words. Even though you're coach. It doesn't matter first if you're coach. That's all you say. <laughs> you just keep you saying that. And people will literally get out of your way. The C's will part for you. If you just say those two words, that's really all you have to say. So that's what I do when I, uh, when I go to the airport. But anyway, then we got there. I got off the plane, flew from Miami to JFK. And then I had to get on something called the air train. So first I had to find this train. So I was going around. I was asking people. I felt like I was the lady with the bathroom. I'm like asking people where the air train is. <laughs> and then I see this boy who is on the phone with these other people. And um, I was like, this boy isn't with these people. What is going on with this kid? And he's freaking out. He's like sort of doing this dance and he's got holding the phone. He's on speaker. And he's like, I'm at the air train. I'm at the air train. He's like yelling that on the phone. And then I realized that he's lost. He's lost. He's lost his family. His family got on the tr air train and the doors closed, which is sort of what happened to me. I saw the air train and I was running up to it to get mm -hmm. on and the doors closed right in front of me. And I had to wait five minutes for the next train. So mm -hmm. me and the boy were kind of going through the same thing here. You know, we both missed the train. He's freaking out. I guess these people were helping him. Um, and But he was kind of a little weirdo. He was, you know, he was freaking out, but he was freaking out in like a weird way, you know? Tell me about it. Well, he wasn't crying like a normal kid. He was kind of doing this weird dance. And Anxious. he was like yelling on the phone, like, I'm at the air train. I'm at the, it's like, you know what? Just calm down and tell them where you are. Yes. You know, yeah. but, um, How old was he? He looked like he was about seven, maybe. Okay, fair. Yeah, about seven. <laughs> fair that he's anxious and lost well, at seven years old. You're like, yeah, I'm in the same situation as him, says 22-year-old. Well, when I first saw him, my first thought was, I need to get away f as far as possible so that they don't ask me for help. You know, <laughs> I just don't, I didn't want to get involved. Horrible. Because I, well, no, because I just got off the plane and I needed to catch the train to the Hamptons. This is true. I was going to the Hamptons. I didn't have time to help this boy. <laughs> I was I was going to first the- First class, first class. <laughs> I was going to the Hamptons, right? So I, well, and I had two hours. I had about two hours to catch the train, but I wanted to get a Starbucks because the- Because <laughs> you didn't get it in the morning. Well, the coffee on the plane wasn't very good. It wasn't, the coffee in first class wasn't very good. So I needed to get a Starbucks. <laughs> so I didn't have time to help this boy. But, um, but they were really good. The airport, like security came and then the police came and then the family came before the police. But then the police came just to make sure that the people who claimed him were actually his parents. And you saw all of this happening while you were running away from the situation. Well, I was standing at a distance, right? Okay. As soon as I saw that he was lost, I, I got see. as far away as possible. Okay. And then this old man came up and he was like, young man, young man, are you lost? I'm going that way. I can take you. And everybody was like, no fucking way. You're not taking this kid. But this old man wanted to like take this kid to his family. I think this is just an excuse for Liam to do his old man. No, accent. no, that, that, that's actually true. That actually happened. That's a fact. Um, but yeah, so, um, so yeah, so I mean, yeah, the little kid was, and then, and then as soon as the kid found his family and the cop got there, everybody was like congratulating the little boy. They were all like, hey, good job. Like, good job, little, like. I was like, what, the, what do you mean good job? He's a little pussy. Like, what are you giving him good job for? He didn't do anything. He just stood there the whole time, freaking out. He wasn't even brave about They're it. They're just trying to give him love. He's been through something traumatic. I, I suppose. But I, I thought it was smart. When the cop got there, the cop, like, started asking everybody for ID. And I was like, well, is he about to, like, shoot these people? Like, what's going on here, you know? But really what he wanted to do was he wanted to make sure that the, the people who had claimed the boy were actually the boy's parents. So I thought that was really smart. Yeah, I hadn't smart. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. As soon as I saw the parents, I thought, okay, this is great. Let him, you know, take this annoying little kid away. But you have to make sure that the parents are actually, you know. 
Um, but yeah, so it, the airport did pretty well. They seemed to, and this was at JFK. This was at JFK airport. A lot of people call JFK Jeff Cunt. I don't call it that. I don't know if they do. I think I think I heard a few people say that on the plane. <laughs> but no I call it uh, JFK. Anyway, so then I got on the uh, air train to go towards the train station. No seats at the train station, by the way. No benches, no nothing. I don't know if it's because they want, you know, they don't want homeless people to be camping out there. Um, I went into the bathroom. All of the stalls had homeless people in them. And they basically live there. The stalls are like little apartments for the homeless people. They go in there, they bring all their bags, and they sort of lay down on the floor and make it their apartment, which is just terrible because you think about the janitor who has to go in there after, and, you know, it, I mean, that's just awful. Um, but, yeah, no chairs. Um, there was some crack people walking around, some, you know, crazy. I was, like, walking in a circle just trying to stay away from these people. Um, but finally got onto the train, boarded the train. It was a big, beautiful train. I like taking real trains, not electric trains, you know? Yeah. Something about getting on an electric chain with no driver. It's I feel like I'm at Disney or something. I'm like, no, like I want a real <laughs> train. And um, so they got the, the train got there and it was a double decker. Mm-hmm. And I walked in and this guy, <laughs> this guy was like, oh, you're going to want to go upstairs. The views are way better. So and I was already sitting in my seat and I was like, oh, OK. So I grabbed my bag. I grabbed my backpack. I grabbed water bottle. I stand up. I go upstairs. I sit down. I put my bag down. The guy goes, hey, you're going to want to sit on this side. We're going east. You're going to get the view. And upstairs. Yeah. So I have to get up again. I moved again. And then there was no view. There was no view the whole train ride. It was just trees the whole way. So was- Liam just doesn't appreciate trees i guess uh, they're beautiful trees here out here you were talking about them earlier today the trunks they're great okay but you're going by at like 70 miles an hour you're not this seeing any true. trees you're, you're it's a big green blur yeah and really what was this guy's prerogative like what was his <laughs> trying to be a nice guy but he wasn't make nice some friends i didn't see anything i didn't see any view moral of the story is that liam doesn't like to make friends when he does things well i just <laughs> I think guess. that people are a little bit annoying and i think that they need to just sort of stay in their lane and just mm-hmm. d- if it doesn't concern you don't get involved you know what i'm saying it's like yeah. why do you care where i sit you're not even there wasn't even a view this guy was just full of shit you know what i mean it was all a big scam you didn't have to talk to him for the whole two-hour train, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't have to talk to him. I, I wouldn't have talked to him. I mean, uh, what, what was I? Because maybe say? that was his intro to a longer conversation that he was excited to have with you on the train. Oh, and then a- he's like, "Oh, it's really beautiful. You should sit there and watch the trees, <laughs> the view." And then you're like, uh, "Okay, loser." And he's like, "Oh no, I don't have a friend." So you think well, he, he was just trying to make a friend? Yeah, it's possible. Well, anyway, I had to get up from my seat. I had to move again because apparently I wasn't in the right train car. I had to sit in the in a different train oh, car okay. because where we were going, I, I had to sit in a, in a specific train car. That's what the conductor told me. Mm. So, lot. yeah, they get on the speaker and they're like, this is the train to Montauk, all aboard, you know, and then they're telling you like I had to sit in a, spe- a special place. So I had to get up a fourth time. So it was it, it was very hectic. I finally made it here around three. But other than that, this place is beautiful. Uh, the Hamptons, it's 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 famous. Uh, Hampton tomatoes are famous <laughs> here, um, but um, but yeah, this is where a lot of people come from New York City to vacation. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, yeah. Weekend trips too. It's Weekend a great trips? way to get out of the city life. Yeah, it is. And do most people take the train or do they take their Range Rover? How do people usually get? <laughs> a here? lot of people actually do take the train. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's were, not a bad train no, and you love trains i did enjoy the train i did enjoy the train no that's true it was a good time it was a good time but um about two and a half hours it wasn't too bad it went by quickly yeah 
it went by quickly. I was very tired from having wait, wait getting up at three o'clock, mm, so I was yeah. you know I was in and out of uh, sleeping. But yeah, so that was the trip. That was uh, what kind of topic of the day was that? Did you learn anything about my trip? Probably not. Probably not. Well, I kind of knew the story before, but you had to switch cars, all right? And I didn't know that part. Oh, you didn't know that yeah, part? I didn't know that part. Okay. So. Well, if you learn anything learned. from this, <laughs> stop taking so many bags on the plane. I think that's the lesson. Okay. And, and, and stop. Don't make jokes. And don't ask people anything at the airport. Yeah, don't ask where the bathroom is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't ask where the bathroom We're past that. <laughs> no you have one Google wants Maps. to know that you use the bathroom. No. <laughs> exactly like you i don't gross uh, person i don't need that thought in my <laughs> I don't head. use the bathroom <laughs> exactly exactly just find it i think people are just i mean like just figure it out how hard is it to find the bathroom you think have i that, have asked someone before where the bathroom was, if it's so. a place if it's like a, a store like a museum or something or it's like not very hard easy to find but an airport is usually a big hallway with gates on and on left and gates on the right you know and you walk down they Let call me it ask a terminal. you something. Yeah. When you're at a restaurant, do you ask where the bathroom is? Okay, but again, that, that was one of my examples of places you can ask because it's not always clear when you're in a restaurant. But again... In but a, it's normally like, you in, know, back right, back left. If you're saying in the a, same In thing a restaurant. For, yeah, and same with the, the airport. It's either one way or another, but it's really nice to know exactly where it is. So if you have to go to the bathroom, you don't have to look for 10 minutes. You just know exactly where you're walking to. I don't think you have to go 10 minutes walking without finding a bathroom. I don't think that's true. At the airport? In an airport, in a terminal, like I said, a terminal is a big hallway. You usually yeah. there's either bathroom on the left or on the right. Okay. Do, do you do you appreciate this? <laughs> Are you appreciating this? Oh yeah, it's great. I don't I'm know learning you... a lot. I'm never gonna ask to go to the bathroom again. <laughs> okay, not in an airport. Okay. Jeez, boys. Anyway, um, yeah, you're just like one of those people. I think uh, a couple of other interesting <laughs> stories before we go. So um, there was a jet powered truck in Michigan. Did you see that that exploded on the Mm-mm. there was this jet powered truck, you know, those trucks that go like really, really, really fast. One of them blew up. Um, it was racing some planes and it was supposed to drive through an explosion. It caught fire as it was driving through the explosion because Jeez. it had to parachute out, which is what they used to slow down. Um, and the driver died. Justin Bieber's grandmother was involved in a car crash. She has a classic car collection. She was driving her classic car. She got rear-ended by a driver who wasn't paying attention. She was just stopped at a red light and got rear-ended full speed. The, ca- the uh, car that rear-ended her caught fire. She had to be pulled out of the vehicle. Wow. Um, and yeah, so that's a couple of interesting stories uh, there. But yeah, anything else before we, uh, before we head out, Zoe? I don't think so. Thanks for think having so? me. So I guess we'll uh, we'll leave it there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back on Thursday. And on Thursday, I'm going to have a topic of the day for you. And it won't be just me rambling about the airport. Zoe, thank you so much for being here today. You did Thanks, such a good Liam. job. Thank you. Thanks and for having me. This is such a surprise. I didn't know I was coming on today. Of course. And we'll see you guys uh, a little bit later in the week. We'll see you all on Thursday. Have a great week, everybody. Bye, guys. <laughs>